This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Let's take a time out here from talking about B.C. politics. And if you want to feel sorry for another jurisdiction that's dealing with a whole mess of stuff, well, look no further than the U.K. over the water there. A very tumultuous, I would say, two years at this point, even longer. Ever since they had that Brexit vote, uh, it has been one kind of nightmarish scenario after another. Theresa May thought she was going to be the one to pull this off and deliver Brexit. She has been, I don't know, unable is the right word to say that because a lot of this is a problem of her own making, right? Uh, Well, she hasn't delivered. And so now she is now out. She is resigning as the prime minister of the UK on June the 7th. And they don't waste any time when it comes to picking a new party leader and a new prime minister. You know, if that were, if there were like a leadership convention here in Canada, it would be like, oh yeah, six months for this and we'd have to do the convention and all that. No, no, no. The new Conservative Party leader and therefore new Prime Minister is going to be chosen the following week. So in a couple of weeks, they're going to have a new Prime Minister just like that. For Theresa May, though, it was an emotional scene as she made the announcement outside of Number 10 Downing Street earlier today. We stand together and together we have a great future. Our politics may be under strain, but there is so much that is good about this country. So much to be proud of. So much to be optimistic about. I will shortly leave the job that it has been the honour of my life to hold. The second female Prime Minister, but certainly not the last. I do so with no ill will but with enormous and enduring gratitude to have had the opportunity to serve the country I love. As you can tell there, she was getting quite emotional towards the end. So why did this happen now? Well, it happened after her last-ditch effort to get her Brexit plan through the House of Commons, and that backfired fairly spectacularly, actually, because the members of her own party, her own MPs, were up in arms about this. Members of the cabinet had mounted pretty much an open revolt against her because she offered everybody a a vote on holding a second referendum and joining a temporary customs union with the European Union. And that was something that, come on, they're so far beyond that at this point, right? Like they have been voting constantly on all these different things. And you would think that by now you would know this was definitely going to go down to defeat. So she pulled the bill before it even got a vote after she kind of was accepting reality that this thing was going nowhere. And essentially, her MPs, even those closest to her, were saying, you know what? No, this is done. It's time for you to go. And so she did that. Now, earlier today, our John McComb spoke with the Global News European correspondent Redmond Shannon about the resignation and why she chose to do this instead of waiting for an election. She obviously had the attitude as leader that her sole mission as prime minister was to deliver Brexit one way or the other. And she had three attempts. She... Uh, was that there were a number of points in which she could have resigned, most notably when she called an election in 2017, an election that proved out to be a bit of a disaster, really, because it uh, turned her majority into a, a minority. But uh, she was going for the fourth attempt, and it appeared that this fourth attempt was even less popular than the third one. There was nowhere left for her to go. Her backbenchers were scheming to change the very rules of the Conservative Party earlier this week in order to 
push forward another no confidence vote. So really, there was nowhere left for her to turn. And I suppose she wanted to go out in her own terms rather than be pushed. Oh boy, but that's not going to look that way right now, is it? Still looks like she was pushed to go out here. Remember, the deadline now for the United Kingdom to leave the European Union is October 31st. Remember, it was supposed to be the end of March, and there was all that deadline stuff that was going on. She managed to get a postponement of that. She managed to get the European Union to agree, but that's the last deadline they're going to get. In fact, the French President Emmanuel Macron has said he is absolutely opposed to any further compromise with the UK on this and that they can take it or leave it for October 31st, but he will oppose any future concessions to them when it comes to the way this is supposed to go at all. Meanwhile, Redmond Shannon was also asked about who may be tabbed to be the next Prime Minister and how that person might go about things as they relate to this whole Brexit process. It seems most likely that it will be somebody who is a more ardent um, proponent of Brexit than Theresa May was. Now, Theresa May, you might remember, before the referendum, campaigned for the UK to remain in the EU. But Mm -hmm. once she took over as prime minister, she said she would honor the decision of the people in order to make Brexit happen. She negotiated a deal with the EU, and that deal was just so unpopular that there was no way of getting it through Parliament. So the majority of Conservative MPs are for Brexit, want the UK to leave the EU, and therefore you'd have to assume that it will be a more um, uh, hardline Brexit proponent who will take over. And the favourite right now, the uh, big favourite with the British bookies here is former Mayor of London and former Foreign Secretary Boris Johnson. Um, yeah, everybody, even a, a, someone with a passing idea of British politics will probably know Boris Johnson from yes. his gregarious nature, his big mop of blonde hair, um, a bit of a goofy personality, which he really plays up to. Um, he is the favorite. He would be pushing for a hard Brexit potentially, which could mean uh, the UK could suddenly leave the EU without any type of a deal. But of course, there's a lot of uh, water to flow under the bridge between now and then. All right, that is Redmond Shannon talking with our John McComb. You know Boris Johnson, the guy with the bad hair, right? The big mop of blonde hair. I would just love to see him just once walk out with the hair like nicely combed and everything. He would look completely different. Uh, he's been waiting in the wings for a long time for this moment. People, Some would argue that he's been scheming behind the scenes uh, for this moment. Uh, this is going to be critical now to the UK for moving forward if he can pull this off properly. Uh, Redmond Shannon also says that under new leadership, there is no possible and clear win either, though, for how all of this is going to unfold. There is a deadline for Brexit. It's, it's uh, Halloween, October 31st. That's the, uh, the delayed this Brexit de- uh, date, delayed for a second time. Um, it's, it all depends on what that leader then, what that new prime minister decides to do. It will be about two months. It could be about two months from now when Britain has its new prime minister. So then it's a case of what they decide, what that leader decides to do and how that leader decides to proceed. They could pull the plug very suddenly, or they could go back to the EU and and say we want to start again, but that could potentially delay Brexit years if they want to renegotiate. Of course, the EU says we're not renegotiating. There is only one deal. This is the only deal that's there. So the other two options, if it's not that deal, really are the hard, sudden Brexit or just stay in the EU, both of which would be hugely unpopular among huge portions of the population here. Global National Correspondent Redmond Shannon. 
For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms. <laughs> 